But Nicole joins us now on the phone lines. Nicole called us a few months ago, and she uh, she gave us the tale of, well, her and her boyfriend, who was an abuser. He broke her hand because she was texting someone else on her phone. We urged her to get help. The cops got involved. Boyfriend got thrown in jail. She did what many people do, which was stay with the boyfriend. She's currently living with the boyfriend and his parents. And uh, I guess we're up to speed, right, Nicole? Um, just about, almost. <laughs> what I miss? So, um, the fact that I wasn't the detail about as far as I have his phone, trying to see if he was texting a uh, drug dealer and stuff. That I got was the you. Only thing. I got you. Sorry, it was his phone, not your phone. That's a, that's a minor detail, but you're right. I just, I, I just want to call and let you guys know that everything's going good and trying to get things together so I can go forward and do my own thing, trying to get my own place, my own vehicle. And Jeff is doing all right. Um, he went to court about two weeks ago, and he doesn't go back until January 5th, I believe, for the additional charges that he had before the occurrence had happened with y'all or us and stuff. So, okay. Uh, uh, now, you're still with him? Yes. Hmm. May I ask why? Because he's changing. He's working on himself. Kind of getting a little bit better, you know. Kind of, kind, kind of getting a little bit better. I think both of us have a lot of resentments towards each other. Well, yeah, I mean, he broke your hand. Yeah, we're talking about him right now. Right. So, but it, he he's doing all right. Um, like I said, I've, I've been working, trying to stay busy. Okay. I'm very blessed and lucky with uh, where I'm working at. So that's good. Yeah, and he's doing good too, and all that good hoopla. So do you um. Do you worry at all that he might do this to you again while he's still working on kind of being a better person? Do I worry about that? Yeah. Of course, it's always going to be in the back of my mind, you know, but it's not something that puts me, like, in fear. You know, I'm already a normally stressful, uh, stress-prone person or whatever. It's me. I'm an mm. anxious person already. And so, yeah, I do think about it sometimes, and but I, I don't think he would. I mean, I... I I don't believe he would. I mean, we still get in our arguments, and he still has the same, you know, behavior, and he's, wow. why, why, he is. he's never going to change. <laughs> then why, why have you not run screaming yet? A man who has already beat you once, why, I mean, why Why would you wait for it to happen again? Why wouldn't you get yourself out of that situation? I'm just curious. Yeah, what are you holding on to? Right. What? What's so great about this guy that you think he's going to change? I guess what I'm holding on to is his hope, love, and faith that he's going to but, change. That mm. he, you know, and he, he's working on it, and I, mm. I have... You know, I. What is it exactly that he's working on? He's been staying clean. Okay. Uh, he's trying to find a job. Okay. Um, just being a little bit more apt to like listening and communicating properly instead of just hollering. And you know, if he doesn't get his way, then you know, he'll usually have a little temper tantrum. And so he's been working on that. And I've been trying to work on things that are wrong about myself that don't you think you'd be like, best off working on yourself away from this dude like I, i'm sorry I, I i just an outsider looking in i i don't see the upside in staying with him while he's working on himself nicole right like i said i'm, I'm working right now i'm trying to save money so i'm able to move forward and you know yeah just to get my own so there, in other words, like, to avoid my question or to not answer my question at all there's, there's really no upside Right. And I 
have no other options on where to go at the time at this time. Do you know you, what I'm saying? I, I dropped the charges um, because you did they, what? Yeah, you dropped the charges. I, I did. He broke your hand and you dropped the charges. I did. Can I, I ask did. why? It, it was an accident. It was. Um, Wow. They talked, and you know, he said, "How how could I?" You realize you know, that it's women like you that let these guys get away with this, and that's why guys keep doing this because he doesn't have to face repercussions for what he did, and he's going to do it to you, or he's going to do it to someone else because you drop the charges and basically condone that behavior. People are only accountable for their actions when they have to be. Like, do you blame yourself for him being the way he is? Sometimes, yeah, you know, because he he'll you know tell me that the way that I treat him or talk to him. Yeah, he's I, got you brainwashed, Nicole. He's got you manipulated to the, right where he wants you. You're a fragile woman, and he's inside your head. He's got you feeling like you somehow deserve to have your hand broken, or you somehow contribute to this in some way. You've got to have enough pride and confidence to walk away from it and realize that no matter what you said to him, no matter what buttons you pushed. You have the right as a woman and as a person not to be physically abused. And for you to drop the charges, just you've got a codependency that is stunning, shocking, and uh, and debilitating. I do. I know that. I know I do. And you do realize that this is not normal. Like, this is not what you deserve. You understand that this is just not the way relationships are supposed to be. You can do better than this. You are better than this. And the longer you stay mired in this situation, the more at risk you are to this happening again. You got to run like hell. I know it's easier said than done, but there is so much help available for you. And for you to drop the charges means that when it happens again, you Then you could have prevented it. There are tons of women that are listening to this right now that have been in the situation you're in where they feel like they have nowhere to go. Mm. They feel like, oh, well, I deserve to be treated like this because I did something to make him upset. But you can get past this. You can move on to a better situation. You you have to understand that. I do. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. Don't you I don't want to lose my job. I have a great job. But don't you of- want better for yourself? Uh, yes, of course I do. Okay. I, with all my heart well then love yourself enough to get away from this loser who already has found himself in the courts because of what he did to you you've made it easier for him to not only do it to you but to do it to someone else he realized man i've got this bitch wrapped around my finger i've got her so low that i broke her hand because she was going for my phone and she wouldn't even press charges on me he's got you right where he wants you so that he can do it again this guy is a loser I mean, there are, there are shelters available to you. There's help. We got you resources where you could where you could get yourself in a different situation where you're not living with him and his family immersed in this situation. Right. It's so yeah, frustrating I, because we delivered you to the cops. I did everything I could to try I to did. get you out of that situation, yet you undid everything that I did for you by allowing him to escape the consequences of the legal system. It's a smack in the face, not just to me, but to every woman out there who could be in a similar situation. 
I think like it would, what was really initially like wanted, we, I wanted him to get help, not go to jail. You know what I'm saying? Like they weren't going to do anything as far as helping him. As, and, and as far as I go with the information that you had provided to me, I had called that beforehand and they have, you know, therapy sessions and stuff that you can go to and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. But they, that was it. There was no other, you know, thing to do. And by me now dropping the charges, there's no other options for me. And, I guess in my mind, I feel that I'm working and saving money. Like, I feel better about myself being able to acquire things, you know what I'm saying, on my own accord to be able to say, damn, that didn't just knock me down. I picked myself back up, and here I am. I was able to do this, and I was able to do that, you know, and it's just maybe I'm trying to prove something to myself, you know. All you're proving is that you – has he hit you before? Has he hurt you before? No. This was the very first time you had any kind of physical dealings with him. Yes. I don't know if I believe that. I don't think so. I, I don't think I do. Is it the first time a man has ever been abused, or have you uh, had abuse in your past, whether for someone you're related to or someone you're dating? Past. So you've had it happen in the past before? Yes. So there's a pattern of you being abused that may make you somewhat sympathetic, somewhat tolerable to men physically abusing you yeah i guess you could say that yeah well not that you guess yeah that's a fact yes okay well it's going to keep happening until you do something about it and you're allowing it to continue to happen while you allow this loser to escape circumstances that he needs to be involved in as in jail right so i mean i i I wish and I don't mean to get all up in your you-know-what and make you feel like I don't love you, Nicole, because you know I do, but it's so frustrating knowing that I did so much to try to help and that you undid all of that because you don't love yourself enough to walk away from this, to have the self-respect, the dignity to just get away from this and, and move on to a different situation with a guy who's not going to beat you, a guy who's not going to hit you, a guy who's going to respect you, treasure you, and love you for who you are. You got to do it, Nicole. You got to get out of it because even if he doesn't do it again, he's going to emotionally manipulate you to accept behavior that shouldn't be acceptable to you. And I know it's tough, and I know you got to try to get out of uh, his parents' house first. Right. That's the big thing. You know, like imagine, I forget, do you have kids or not? Yes, I have a son. Imagine you had a daughter. And imagine your daughter's 18. And imagine your daughter's in a situation like this. And she's saying the things that you are saying right now. You're hearing your daughter tell you, Mom, he loves me. Mom, I can't get out of it. Mom, he's going to change. What would you say to your daughter? He's not. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not. You know he's not. I just... I remember like who he was when we first got together. He's he's not. He's not anymore. He's never going to be that again. He's gone now. Ever. You can't enjoy being a victim. You can't love the situation that you're in right now. You might feel trapped. You might feel helpless. But you're not. You can get out of it. You think he, uh, what happened? I'm... She wasn't answering questions. I'm pretty sure he was probably in the room or he just walked in the room. 
I, it's sad because she thinks that physical abuse is the only abuse there is, but he's also emotionally abusing her. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I know it's hard to get away from abuser, but you have to. You have to have that self-respect for you and your child. Yeah. And you guys gave her um, help. You guys gave her contacts for information. First, like the spring yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. We gave her a number of resources, and, and and the way she dealt with that was to drop the charges. She's got to get like not just get away, but get far freaking away. And I know it sounds like you know we were giving her some, like tough love yeah. type of thing, but we're we're on her side, you know. Of it's course. Just, it, but you know what? It's it's as hard for us to understand mm. why she stays as as difficult it is. I mean, you know, and she doesn't understand it either. Yet it hasn't clicked. No, it hasn't, man. It hasn't clicked. Right. And, you know. It's easy for us to say, just walk away. Just leave. Just get sure. stuff and leave. Uh, but, you know, you can't. she can't see herself in a better place right now. Mm-mm. And maybe she feels like she doesn't deserve to be in a, and, a better place. And that's, uh, man, that's something that we can't really straighten out on a phone call. No. And, and that's the way women who are in that situation turn into. And that's what the guys want. They want yeah. you to feel like you're not worth it. They want you to feel like you aren't better than that. Right. Damn, man. It's tough. It is so tough. And I have friends who have been through similar situations with a dude who's punched them in the face. And they say, oh, he's not going to do it again. He promised. Right. He's just on the wrong medication. But I love him. Yeah. He says he'll never do it again. Oh, he says he'll never do it again. I I just made him up. It's just something that I did that made him do this to me. That kind of thing. Right. Oh, I pushed his buttons. I won't ever do that again. I pushed his buttons. Well, no matter what buttons you push. You don't deserve to be punched in the face. And she was saying something to the equivalent of, well, he hasn't yelled at me today or he hasn't right. yelled at me lately. So, you know, he's calling her all types of names and browbeating her and telling her she's there. Uh, and she dropped the charges. Oh, man. Sounds like she, besides all of that, sounds like she doesn't really have a good support system. Yeah. But she doesn't have someone in her corner, a friend or a, a close family member that can see what's going on with her. Mm-mm. What's up, Mickey? Line two says he's the abusive boyfriend. I think you might be right. What's his name again? What's your name, dude? My name's Joe. Hello? Hello. Who's this? This is Joe. Joe? Okay, that's not him. Okay. What's up, Joe? What's up, man? I'd like a uh, boy-fed American, please. Okay. So anyway, 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. You can only do so much, you know? I don't know what to uh I don't know what to do about it. Nicole, we're here for you. You might not always like to hear what we've got to say, but I'm not gonna tell you what you're doing is right because it's not. And uh we'll move on. What it do, my peeps. Welcome to the Drew Grabo Live hidden cut of the day. Enjoy. Thanks again to my son's middle school for having me and 150 other adults who did the Great American Teach-In. It's a great time. Answered some fantastic questions from the students there. Saw some great teachers. Hopefully I delivered an interesting presentation. Once you see the kids start nodding off, then you know it's time to uh, take questions and uh Some of the kids looked like they were uh, nodding off a little bit. So let's find out if I did anything to embarrass my son, the light of my life, by calling him on the telephone. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. 
to Punis. All right, you too. Hello? Thanks, Sam. What are you doing? Sitting on the toilet, chicken crap. <laughs> We're on the radio. You could have uh, you could have lied. Hey, it's real raw radio. Yeah. It's real raw radio for you. Do you uh, do you want do you want me to let you go make a boom boom, or do you want to uh, do you want do you, can you talk now? Yeah, I can talk. Obviously, he can multitask. Pretty good. Pretty good at uh, multitasking. <laughs> Did you ever think about maybe lying or dressing that up a little? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. All right. Uh, I guess I've taught the kid to be honest, and he sure I'm is. Keep it real. <laughs> there you go. Appreciate you keeping it 100 with me. Um, all right. So uh, today was a great American teaching. First of all, uh, it's awesome that they pulled you out of your regular first period class and uh, and brought you to the class where I was giving a presentation. I think. Did you know that was going to happen? No. Did when they told you and they pulled you out of first period and they said, "Hey, we're going to take you somewhere." Were you initially scared? No. You just figured they're going to. Mr. Hernandez gave me a pass. Oh, okay. I'll go to Miss Donager's room. Gotcha, Miss Donager, very nice lady, by the way. I did not know that she and her husband are uh, fans of my show. She is uh, very nice and, uh, may I say, a very attractive lady. <laughs> I like her style. She's got a certain. Does she always like dress like that? Kind of like. Very Molly Ringwald in uh, Pretty in Pink, but you don't you don't really know what that means. Mm. <laughs> anyway, she's attractive is what I'm saying. Your teacher's hot. Anyway, uh, how would you rate your dad's performance? One punis to ten punises. Ten punises meaning, man, what a great job my ten dad. Ten punai. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One, one punai uh, to ten punai. Or one punis to ten no, punis. one punis to yes. ten punai. Yeah, that's it. Uh, one uh, one punis to ten punai. Uh, and uh, 10 meaning I did phenomenally, one punis meaning, God, how awful, you'll never be asked back. Um, I think you did 10 punai. Ah, the 10 punai. The rare 10 punai rating. So in other words, if it were a Yelp rating, you'd give me five stars. Yeah. Fantastic. What do you think I did so well? This is the part where you praise me. Well... <laughs> It's because you were so funny. Just everyone laughed. So making them laugh, that's what uh, that was if the key. Were to, if you were only to freestyle, it would have been 11 Punai. Ah, <laughs> 11 Punai. I broke them off a little something something. Come on. No, you didn't. <laughs> I just, I don't trust myself not to curse enough. Like if I, if I, if I, you know, if I, if I busted out a little uh, freestyle and then I curse, they would never invite me back, you know? Very true. So you, you know, hopefully you can understand why I was somewhat hesitant to uh, to freestyle rap in front of your classmates. How are the uh, how are the, the rest of your uh, the Great American Teaching presenters? Were they awful and boring and not at all as interesting as your dad? Well, one of them was a mechanical and electrical engineer. Boring. And, well, he showed us <laughs> recorded footage of him going up on the cranes and fixing the stuff there it was it was just it was incredible because like you stay up there and if you fall the harness catches you and brings you back up and you either have to throw your rope back up there and climb back up on the rope or you have to wait until they rescue you and if they rescue you you can't lay down or else you can have a heart attack and die 
<laughs> doesn't sound at all as interesting as a radio job might be. True. <laughs> how, how would you rate that particular parent's uh, presentation, one punis to ten punai? Probably, yeah, I would probably rate it eight yeah, punai. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Eight punai, but not ten. But he did have a wicked freestyle. <laughs> did, did he freestyle about being an engineer? No. That's a, there you go. He didn't freestyle about being in radio. Oh, damn. <laughs> Man, I think he really, you could have got the 11 punai if you would have just bust a little rhyme for him. Damn, I'm so sorry. Uh, what uh, what other presentations did you hear at the Great American Teach-In today? One of them was um, uh, Buckified Bert. He's like... <laughs> buckified? <laughs> did you say Buckified Bert just so we're on the same page? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He he like works for the Bucks or something, and he like rap. He he freestyle rap. Ah, whoa! Oh See? no, you did. And he gave out Bucks tickets and a bobblehead. Whoa! Oh, box oh. tickets and a bobblehead. Yeah. Huh? What? How would you rate uh, Buckified Boofus or whatever his name was? <laughs> Buckified Bert. Whoever. What would Probably you- nine because nine. Man. But I mean, he even. I only liked him because of his freestyle rap. The rest of it was stupid because everyone was yelling, like, please give me the prize. <laughs> <laughs> so the only way I could have made my presentation better is if I had freestyle rapped in front of all your kids. Yep. Okay. What if I freestyle right now on the radio for you while you're in the bathroom about being on the radio and pretend that your, kid, your, your fellow students are listening? Go ahead. I mean, would that get me up to He's an like, eleven? Ah, it's too late now. My friends aren't here. Well, would that get me up to eleven? Maybe. What if I did it as Bane, like you requested in your class today? All right. What if he did That's it as nice. Bane on the toilet? Yeah. What if I did that? My name is Bane. You know I'm gonna rap for my son Xander. He's taking a crap. Don't forget to wipe so your booty be clean. I got the illest lines that you ever ever seen. Only wipe once with one sheet of paper. Bane on the mic, high like a skyscraper. Presentation, great American teach. Like a preacher, you know I'm gonna preach and reach all the people who are sitting in the pew. I'm a party people, now what you gonna do? Got the tidy ball raps, you know they are dirty. Been rapping since 1930. MC Bane, you know I bring the pain. So crazy that you say I'm insane in the brain like Cypress Hill. I'm licensed to ill, like the Beastie Boys, and you know I got a mill. Does that get me up to 11, Punai? Yes. Thank you. I enjoyed this quality time that we had together. I hope you have a wonderful time. It's time to get off the toilet now and wipe. All right, you too. <laughs>